Choosing a skincare brand to use on your face or stock in your business can be so hard. With so many varying factors such as ingredient technology, in-clinic support, and also questions like, does it even work? It can be hard to know where to start, which is why I use Circuit Cosmeceuticals. I've been using Circuit on my own skin since 2022 and also stock it in the facial bar. And the reason why I love it is not only are the ingredients super fun, but it also gets results. With products such as Mocha Locker Peel and the Cool Lychee Mask and my favorites, Molecular Hydrating Mist and the Sugar Lip Plumping Treatment, I know that your skin and clients will love the range too. To find out more about becoming a stockist, send me a message on Instagram with the word circuit, that's S-I-R-C-U-I-T, and I'll automatically send you some information. Thanks to Circuit for being a sponsor of the podcast. Welcome to the Beauty Business and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen. I'm a skin therapist turned clinical educator turned multiple six-figure online business owner. I used to think that owning a business meant that you'd have a product or service, a website and an Instagram and just wait for the masses to flock. But little did I know. It wasn't until I started working with coaches and mentors that I learned there is so much more to it. On this podcast, you can expect to learn about mindset, marketing, strategies, and other fundamental business lessons that have helped me to generate over $500,000 of revenue in less than two years. Are you in my Facebook group? Every single day I post in there sharing even more gold nuggets of information to help you grow your business. To find it, search Beauty Business and Beyond on Facebook or head to the link in my show notes to get a direct link. Welcome back to the Beauty Business and Beyond podcast. Now, I have not been doing guests regularly on this podcast for a very long time because as I've expressed in previous podcasts, I felt like my own message and voice got a little bit diluted. Although I am so big on community and I do feel more connected to people in my community when I actually have them on my podcast. So part of the strategy of me relaunching the podcast is getting more guests on. And today I have the fabulous Brooke Volanovich, if I get your name wrong again, oh my gosh. And I was practicing it beforehand, but I always just think of you, Brooke, and donuts. So (laughs) That's good. That means my branding is working. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. Welcome. I'm so thrilled to have you here. We obviously follow each other on social media and I've followed you for ages and watched your journey over the past multiple years. And I think it's so inspiring. And I want to dive into that. But for those who do live under a rock and have no idea who you are, please share that with us. Oh, that's really lovely. Thank you for following along. So I am an Instagram specialist and coach. I'm the founder of The Social Club, which is my online training community for small business owners who want to grow and sell on in, in I was about to say on the internet, but Instagram and I guess using the internet. Uh, I'm an international keynote speaker. I've traveled the world teaching businesses from very, very small to very, very big global brands, uh, how to grow and sell on Instagram. And I am a wifey and I'm a mom to my little two-year-old boy who is just a gem. Love. And I love your elevator pitch that you've just shared because I still feel like two and a half years in, 
I'm still working on my elevator pitch. But what exactly is a social media coach? For anybody who is listening, they're probably thinking, oh, great, I can outsource my social media to this person, but that's not what it is. What's the difference between a social media manager and a social media coach? So I teach you how to do it yourself so you can save yourself money, 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 money on basically paying somebody else to do it for you. (laughs) Yeah, very important skill. I know when I first started as a business owner, like you just don't have the budget to actually go and pay somebody else to do it. And I think it's such an amazing skill to be able to learn how to do it yourself. And I love there's people like you out there teaching that. But one thing I wanted to dive into, you've been in business for a long time now, and I know that this hasn't been your first business. Can you share a little bit more about that with us? Yes. So, so teaching social media was not my first business. I originally launched my very first business as a event planning and management service. And I saw Instagram as an opportunity to, I guess, reach an audience and let the world know I existed. But I had no idea what I was doing on Instagram. I just thought, okay, I need to market my business. This platform is free. I may as well use it. What have I got to lose? And, you know, I posted a little bit here and a little bit there and nothing really happened. And I thought, well, I really want to invest my time into learning how I can actually use this tool for business as a business tool and a sales tool. So I did. I spent so much time, like I became obsessed with how I could use Instagram to grow a brand. And I had no idea that like posting at different times made a difference. And I had no idea what hashtags were and what they did or or that what you wrote in your bio actually helped people to find you, helped your ideal client to find you. So I started implementing all these little bits and it started working and the account was growing and I was getting inquiries and ultimately I was selling events and making sales. And then I had an opportunity to come up and basically do the same thing, but for a product business. And what I had done had obviously worked for me as a service, but I had no idea if the same rules would apply for a product. So I tried and it did. And I realized that there is a formula to growing a brand on Instagram. And then I attended a networking event with other business owners and they knew about my events business and they knew about the online store, which was the product business. And it was the first time that I sort of realized the power of Instagram to grow a brand because I was just me at home doing my thing. I wasn't putting my face on either of the accounts, but the people at this event that I had never met before knew the brands, both brands. And they asked who was doing the social media for them. And I said, oh, I do it myself. And then I I basically just offered to teach them how to do what I was doing. And uh, that was, yeah, almost seven years ago now. I, from there, got asked to teach just so much more and was doing more workshops and then got asked to write strategies. So I started doing that. And then I started getting approached by bigger, bigger global brands. Like I worked with Mazda, I've worked with Dermalogica, worked with American Express. And yeah, it still blows my mind that it all really came from those two businesses that I started eight years ago. That is mega inspirational because I know for me, like I'm with you. Sometimes if you do it for yourself, it's worked for yourself. Then somebody else asks you if you can do it for them. And you're like, I'm not sure. But I love that you had an open mind to even just try it and see, okay, well, can it work? 
And when it does, it is that social proof and it is that reassurance that, oh, hold on, maybe I am onto something because I've experienced this recently, even with opening the facial bar, everything that I've done for Skin Queen, it's all I know. So I'm just going to do it again for my second business and it's working. And so you become somebody who doesn't just preach it, but you practice what you preach. And I love that so much because that's social proof. Like that's the best social proof. And I heard something, a quote the other day, and it was, I think it was like opinions or experience trumps opinions. Because when you have experience and it does work, like nobody can argue with it. It it works. It's cold half proof that it works. And you can't buy experience. There's only one way to get it and it's to go through the challenges and to go through the learning and to apply the lessons that you have learned from the challenges that you've faced and overcome. And I think that's really important to remember as well. You can't buy it. Yeah, that's really solid advice actually because I know a lot of beauty business owners, which are women in my niche, are going to be listening to this. And some of them actually do attend your events as well which is why I thought I'm going to reach out to you. I'm like, yes, go see Brooke. You're going to learn so much from her. But I know a lot of beauty business owners work for themselves and they're going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh, well, that's nice. But Instagram and social media are changing all the time. So business is already hard. There's already so many balls and things to juggle. What is your advice to business owners that, or is that what you teach inside the social club community? Yes, that's exactly what we teach. So this is why I created the social club. So I was teaching these three-hour workshops to both service business and product businesses, basically teaching them how to build a strategy on Instagram and use your Instagram as a sales funnel. And businesses would come to the workshops, they do the three hours, they go home and a week later, Instagram would drop an update And they would contact me and say, oh my God, what do we do? Do we come and repeat the workshop? And I thought, well, that's not really worth your time or your money. So how about I create an online membership and a a way that I can stay in communication with you. I can let you know as soon as an update drops and not only let you know what it is, but the exact steps you need to take in your business to implement it, to keep your account growing and keep up with the trends and keep you, you know, especially in beauty and wellness and that industry, it's all about trends. So it is really important to stay on top of it. I do the research. I spend the hours and hours and hours and hours a day because I love it, researching what is new and what is trending and what updates are coming and what algorithm updates are coming and literally anything to do with what's going on with Instagram. And then once a week, I slide into your inbox and I tell you what it is and I tell you how to implement it. And that's all you need to do to keep growing on Instagram. Then you can go back to serving your beautiful beauty clients. Oh my gosh, you make it really easy for people because this was going to be my next question. I know that I have a lot of digital creators that follow me as well, or people who might start to dip their toes into the digital product market, I guess you could call it. And I know myself, when I first started my business, I launched a social media membership and I was like, great, this is going to be great for monthly recurring revenue, for stability. And probably six months in, I was like, this is so much work. And I was finding that people weren't being engaged either. I'm like, people aren't showing up to Zoom calls. People, you know, they're like, oh, I don't want to be in it anymore. I don't have the time. But that's what you're doing differently. And I'm not going to steal your idea by any means because I don't have that sort of capacity to be researching as much as you are. But is that how you keep it fresh? And is that how you keep it really simplistic for your members? You just slide on into their inbox with updates. 
That is right. I slide on in. And also, it's not just me. The Social Club has been going for coming up to six years now. I have a team of six because I've had thousands and thousands of members from 36 countries around the world. And that is something that's taken six years to build as the membership has grown. I wouldn't be able to do it all on my own anymore because it is a lot of work to the client it's just one email a week sliding into your inbox. But behind the scenes, the amount of work that goes into ensuring, like I said, we are, we do have our finger on the pulse and we are providing the most up-to-date information delivered in a fun and easy way. I'm all about fun and easy marketing for businesses because it should be fun. And if I can make it easy, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, like I said, to make it work and to make it look so smooth for the customer and to make it a a fun experience for the customer. That's what I'm all about. And one thing that I've always been taught is if you can make it look easy, that means you're doing a good job. So kudos to you. It's funny when every now and again someone will comment like, oh, your business is so easy because all you have to do is send one email a week. And I'm like, if that's how it looks. <laughs> if only you knew. <laughs> if only you knew. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. And you host events still now because I've seen them. You host them mostly in WA. And each time I'm like, oh, do I get on a plane? Because I'm over here on the Gold Coast. But can you tell us a bit more about that? Because I know I've got some Perth gals. I would love to come to that. It is the overall goal to actually tour the events around Australia. It was always the goal and then COVID hit and obviously COVID had a really big impact on events and so much time and effort goes into and money goes into organising them and it just became a little bit too risky to try and do a tour but it is on it is on the cards. So uh, watch this space. But, yes, we run regular events in Perth And the purpose of the events is for you to meet and connect with other business owners. I do believe that your network is your net worth. I've always believed that. It's so true. So the more people that you can meet and they can hear your story and they can hear about your business and the problems you solve and just meet you and get to know you because business is all about people, the more you can grow your brand both offline and online. And I wouldn't be where I am without community and without the people that I've met along the journey. So it got to a point in my business where I felt like I needed to give back and I needed to create these events because the events that I used to attend when I first started just weren't there anymore. So I thought, well, someone needs to do it. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to create that opportunity for business owners to grow just like I had opportunities given to me. I really feel that close to my heart because I'm the same. And as community leaders and givers, really, we hold such amazing spaces for people to create new friendships, to create new business networks, to be inspired, to be motivated. You know, if they're feeling like they're in a little bit of a slump, then they come out with so many new ideas. I know that I'm just about to buy tickets to Jane Lou, who's the founder of Showpo. She's hosting an event in October. And I can't wait to be in that energy and around those people. And like you said, that network, because I know how much it's going to do for me as a person and it breaks up your day to day. And I think that's why I've often thought about getting on a plane and coming to WA because as business owners, you know, you might even have a small team, 
but you still do your day-to-day and you're still in your own world all the time. And I think going to things like this is really important to pull you out of that and make you realize, oh, I'm a business owner for one and I can do what I want midweek whenever you're hosting it. But two, oh, how, how does somebody else do it? And learn from other industries and make new connections. And then you'll have the conversations and you'll be like, oh yeah, like, are you struggling with that too? So am I, or oh, this is how I'm doing it. And you just get so much. Like I really, truly believe in the power of events. Oh, I completely agree. And just hearing that what you are going through and the way you're thinking and the way you're feeling is normal. So often we get this imposter syndrome that everyone's doing incredible and everyone's doing all these amazing things. And it's because we compare our behind the scenes to everybody else's highlight reel on Instagram. And it's not until you go and you actually speak to people and you hear what's really going on behind the scenes that you think, oh, okay, I've got this. I'm doing a good job. It's not like everyone's doing better than me. And it is motivating and it is important. Community, I think, is at the heart of every small business. And, you know, social media obviously is a fantastic way to cultivate and create and attract that online version but nothing beats the power of in-person connection. We're all still humans and especially women. I feel like we're more like community. It's so funny. I was having this conversation yesterday um, with a friend and her husband and he's like, yeah, I feel like women are just more community driven. I'm like, we are. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think COVID did have a really big role to play in that as well. You know, when you lock people in their homes for months and months and months and months and months and months on end, even wasn't Melbourne in lockdown for like two and a half years or something? No, yeah, crazy. It's just going to drive that need and longing for connection even more. And it really has done. So I think community is the future of business. And we're seeing it more and more now with how the big brands are evolving and adapting what they're doing to focus on community. So us as smaller brands can learn from that and really put our efforts into what we can do to create communities around our own brands so that people feel like they're part of something. It's human nature. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm even trying to look at how we can do it for the facial bar. And one thing that I want to do is host facial bar in a circle events for our VIP clients. And we're already starting to plan our next one. And as you're saying that, I'm beginning to think of the clients that we want to invite because we do have people who are coming regularly. And I think it'd be great to like go to an event that your facial clinic is putting on for free and bring a friend and have a cocktail, have some nibbles and socialize, have a panel. I love it. What a good idea. And what a point of difference as well. That's it. Well, at the end of the day, I'm like, imagine meeting the other people who are having like similar, like they're, cause we don't offer cheap facials, but to be like rubbing shoulders with high net worth people as well. I think that's epic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Now I want to chat to you about something because I think one of the biggest reasons why I admire you is you're really good at staying in your lane and doing it well. And this is something that I'm not great at doing. And I often find other business owners tapping into, and you mentioned it slightly before with imposter syndrome and comparing yourselves on the internet. And I'm very guilty of, you know, seeing every other social media coach or spirituality coach or launch coach doing things a certain way. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's how I should do it to be successful. And I see the beauty industry doing it a lot too. 
they will see everybody doing a new treatment and they all jump on board and they're like, oh, well, if everybody's doing it, that must be the thing that makes you money. So they all jump on board. But over the past couple of years, I've really just seen you stick to your guns and stick to what you know and do things just in a way that feels so authentically to you. And it just feels like you don't get you know, swayed by what everybody else is doing. And I'd love to know like, how do you do this? Because I'm sure so many other people have picked up on it. I'm sure other business owners are like, yeah, how do you just focus on what you are doing and doing it well? Oh, trust me, I definitely get swayed behind the scenes. I might not talk about it enough on my socials, but I second guess myself all the time. It's absolutely something that everyone goes through. And the more books that I read from business owners and their journeys, I do a lot of reading and I don't think there's a book that I have read that does not talk about imposter syndrome. So everyone at every level experiences it at some point in time. I try and just stay focused on my customers and listen to them because as long as I'm serving them, however that looks, even if I have to create new services or adapt my services, as long as I'm serving them, they're happy and they're getting results from what I am teaching, then I'm doing the right thing. That might look like exactly the same as the person next to me, or it might look completely different to the person next to me. So I suppose my advice for anyone else who is is suffering imposter syndrome is focus on what's in front of you. And what's in front of you is the customer paying the bill. Because you know, if you think about a horse race and why they wear blinders, it's so that they can stay focused on the goal and the target. There will always be the other horses in the race. There will always be the other people. And the more you grow, the more horses they will be closer to your tail. Trust me, I can convince you on this. But copying other people is never going to grow your business. Copying other people is not a long-term business strategy. It might get you a certain way, but Solving your customers' problems is the only long-term strategy to grow a successful business. Solving their problems the way they want it solved and the way they want it done from you, which is why they came to you in the first place, is the only long-term strategy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such solid advice that I'm going to take on board as well. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for jumping on this podcast. I could keep talking and I could keep you know, this conversation going, I love just your tenacity in business. And I think the more that I'm following you and the more that I hear that you've been in business for seven years and to hear that you've had the social club community for six years, I'm like, it's crazy, right? (laughs) Good on you though. Like it's so inspirational. Oh, thank you. I just, honestly, I too cannot believe it's coming up to six years. Like Everyone now has a membership, but when I started the social club, there were no memberships. There were maybe gym memberships. The memberships just didn't exist, not for training, not for business. It just, it was not a thing. Um, So it makes me very proud that the impact that the social club has had. And, you know, I speak to members all the time that tell me, you know, their lives have changed because of Instagram and how they have learned to build their brand on it and the money that they're now making from Instagram is just incredible and that makes me so proud because it's the same for me. I was once a business owner at home with an idea for how I could solve a problem and I learned how to use Instagram to grow a brand and it changed my life and now I can through the social club 
pass on that information to change other lives too. And that's really cool. Oh my God, absolutely. And I think that's why we do it, right? For the impact. Yes, the money is like a side benefit, but we always do it for the impact and for helping others and for those stories when people say, oh my gosh, this has changed my life because I'm the exact same. And it's the most rewarding part of the job. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. To be able to serve and help others is awesome. Such an honor. Now, you're not in Australia at the moment. (laughs) I'm not in Australia. I'm currently living in Europe, in Croatia, which is another way my life completely changed. I'm originally from Perth in Western Australia. And when I started my business, my goal was to be able to build a business that supported my family and allowed me to live and work from anywhere. And at the start, I didn't imagine how that would be possible. All my training was in person. I didn't do anything online. So building the social club obviously allowed allowed that freedom because I can work from anywhere now, which is really, really cool. And my husband, he was working on the mines, fly in, fly out. I was able to retire him. He now works for the company too. So we spent the last 12 months just traveling the world and working from, I've lost count of how many countries all over the world. Basically just everyone keeps saying, why do you keep moving? <laughs> I said, because we keep outstaying our visas. And despite what they say, you actually cannot live and work from anywhere. You can, but only for a certain amount of time until your visa expires. But we've recently gotten our 12-month um, residency permit for Croatia, which is awesome because um, it probably sounds a little strange, but we kind of got sick of traveling. I, I got sick of needing to move all the time. And especially as a mother who's also working full time and taking your child in and out of routine, I wanted just to settle for a little bit. In the last 12 months, we've moved every month, sometimes multiple times within the month. So I was like, I'm ready just to have some stillness. I mean, I have a two-year-old, so I'll never have stillness, <laughs> but just to have, have have some stability in my location and what a place to have stability, really. It's so beautiful here. It's unreal. I literally live vicariously through your social media. So if anybody wants to follow you and also join your social club, where can they find it on Instagram? Yes, on Instagram, we are Social Club Community. Uh, my website is also socialclubcommunity.com. Or if you'd like to follow my journey around the world and what I'm doing, my Instagram is Brooke Volinovich. But you can find that through the Social Club Instagram because Volinovich is hard to say and hard to spell. And I almost nailed it at the beginning. I was practicing before and so I so apologized. <laughs> oh, you did a really good job. It's totally fine. Valinovich is my married name, but my maiden name was Vavoda, which is also hard to say and spell. So it's fine. Just call me Brooke V. I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Love it. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you jumping on the podcast today. I'll be sure to pop all the links below and then hopefully one of these days I'll make it over to Perth for an event. Oh, that would be amazing. Or I'll make it to Gold Coast for an event with you. Love it. Thank you. 